Hey, what's up? It's Zach Neal. Happy New Year, everybody. It's New Year's Day 2018. You're listening to the Misfits of Industry podcast, and I want to talk a little bit about the year to come. I've got some words of encouragement, a little bit of advice, and uh, some questions from this week right now. Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. First and foremost, it's New Year's Day, January 1st, 2018. And this is our Q&A, your questions, my answers, which I do every Monday on the Misfits of Industry podcast. And basically, I take questions. If you have a question and you want me to answer it, direct message me on Instagram at TheRealZachNeal. And there's a good chance I will answer it in next week's podcast. Anyway, I want to talk about why 2018 is going to be your year. People always say bullshit like this. You know, you get all these fucking positive message motherfuckers out there talking shit about how this is your year. You're going to lose all the weight. You're going to change your life. What I'm saying is this is going to be your year, and I can guarantee it if you apply some of the principles that we're going to talk about later in the podcast. And if you use the tools that I'm going to give you, this absolutely will be your year. But first, I'm going to dive into the questions. I'm just taking two this week. Um, for, for those of you, there's about 10 of you that asked me some questions on Instagram. I'm going to get at a lot of those next week. I think about five of you have already spoken to, uh, through direct message and kind of, we, we chatted, we kind of sorted shit out. So, um, the two that I'm going to take are, uh, the first one I'm going to start with is Kenny from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Kenny writes in, uh, dear Mr. Neil, my name is Kenny. I'm in a slump in my life and I can't figure out what I want to do when I grow up. That's kind of a funny statement because I'm 27 years old and I still haven't figured it out. I dropped out of college in the second year. Nothing in my life seems to make sense. I don't seem to have a passion or something that I really want to dive into in my life. Any advice for someone like me that doesn't have a vision or a direction? All right, Kenny, I can't tell you, um, and I don't think anybody can tell you what you are passionate about. The only way to figure out what you're going to want to be when you grow up, so to speak, is to try a bunch of shit and see what fits. If you're 27 years old and you haven't come across anything at this point in your life that excites you, that makes you want to get up in the morning and go do something, that's okay. It doesn't mean you're a late bloomer. It doesn't mean it's too late for you. It just means that you haven't come across that thing yet. I don't know your history. I don't know your background. So I have no idea where you've been or what you've done or how traveled you are. But there's something for everybody and it doesn't have to be, you know, not everybody has to be fucking Steve jobs. Not everybody has to be, you know, uh, whatever, some giant mogul of industry. Not everybody has to be that, you know, it's okay to be anything. Painters paint, man. Writers write musicians, write music. I mean, this is, you know, they play music. This is the way of the world. So you have to find out what your interest, you know, what your passion is, what you're interested in. So I can't tell you, you know, you're in a, you say you're in a slump and uh, you're not sure what you want to do with your life. You don't have any passion for anything. A couple things that I think you should do is one, make this a point this year. Start your new year by trying a bunch of shit, things you've never done, and maybe even revisit some things that you have done that you're not sure about. Try cooking, try painting, try acting, take an acting class, take a dance class, uh, pick up an instrument. Uh, you know, try to build something, take on a little small carpentry project, try a bunch of shit, go blue collar, man. Blue collar trade work is very rewarding. You know, you might find that you have a passion for welding or a passion for building or painting, try art, try music, try a bunch of different things. If there's things you've already tried, or you just automatically know I'm not interested in that, 
that's okay. Move on to the next thing. Try real estate sales. Try Think about going back to school. Whatever it is, just think about trying different things because the only way that you're going to find excuse me, the only way you're going to find a passion for anything is if you try some shit, right? You can't just say, well, I'm not passionate about anything and give up. There's going to be something you're passionate about. And for some people, they're passionate about being parents, man. They're passionate about having a family. Their job is just something they do so they can get to the weekend and be with their kids. For some people, you know, they're passionate about money, so they don't give a fuck what they're doing. They just want to make that money. There's people who are passionate about art or music or causes, charity work, I guarantee you that there's something out there for you. Um, you just have to figure out what it is. That's that's the most important thing. So you're going to have to try a bunch of shit. Throw a bunch of pasta at the wall and see what sticks. Follow up with me. I want to know. Like, And you have to take this seriously, man. You have to, if you're really looking for help and answers, you have to dive in and try some shit. You can't just sit back and hear these words and then do nothing. Get out of your comfort zone and try some things. Maybe a change of scenery. Maybe travel some places, take some trips, get inspired. Life is a blessing. Life is a fucking gift. Every day that you wake up and breathe air, you've already beaten out so many people that wish that they just had that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's such a blessing just to be alive. So take this opportunity to try some things. Check back with me afterwards. I'm going to take the next question. Good luck, Kenny, and please stay in touch. All right. The next question comes from Diana from Queens, New York. Diana writes, hey, Zach, I have a really simple question. How can I be better at what I do? Well, that's pretty uh, That's pretty vague, Diana. <laughs> so I wrote her back, and I basically asked her that, uh, you know, can you be a little more specific? She wrote back, the industry that I'm in, and I don't want to say what industry I'm in, but the industry that I'm in is very competitive. It's a low-impact industry. I work in the service industry, and I have a lot of competition. I work in a fast-paced environment, and I'm looking for a competitive edge I want some way to figure out how I can beat out my competitors without cheating or without being an asshole. Does that make sense? Question mark. Yes. Okay. So Diana, that totally makes sense. So I'm going to just assume because I, I have a lot of experience in the restaurant industry, restaurants and bars, I'm going to assume when you say service industry, that it's something in that field. And uh, it's totally fine. If you don't want to share where you work, I, I wouldn't expect you to do that. So we're kind of working on a little bit of vagary here, but I'm going to work around that. So I'm just going to pretend that you're a waitress or a bartender, because that's that's a classic service industry job. And I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do to get a competitive edge. And, and if you listen back a, a few podcasts ago, um, I talked about this specifically, something that you can do to be better at your job, to improve and kill your competition in any field. But I'm just going to reiterate that because that's the best advice that I can give because it's what I did. And it, it fucking launched me like a rocket leaps and bounds above anyone else around me that was trying to compete in my space. I had guys with billion-dollar hedge fund backers and endless amounts of investment capital to open up the most beautiful eateries and bars in the biggest cities all over the world, and these guys can't fucking hold a match to me. They can't keep up. I'll open six places in the time it takes them to open two, and all six of my places will be busier and more well-publicized than theirs, and that's not me blowing my own horn. That's just a fucking reality. It's a fact. And it's not that I'm better than they are, and it's not that I, I don't have nearly the money that they have. I don't have nearly the resources at, at this time that they have. So what am I doing? Am I that much better, or did I just find a competitive edge? And here's the competitive edge, and I'm, I'll just give it to you. Here it is. Every day, starting tomorrow, spend 30 minutes a day. Start with 30 minutes of your time every day 
before or after your work hours, meaning this can't be a part of your like your eight or 10 hour workday. This has to be when you're home on your own time, sit down somewhere for 30 minutes in a quiet space where you're not distracted and think about this. Ready? What can I do to be better at my job? And write it out. Type it out on your computer. Make a note on your phone. Whatever it is, write down your ideas and your thoughts of what you can do to be better at your job. You've got to come up with a list of things. It can't just be one thing. Like if you're a waitress, you know, use the tools that you have naturally. If you're funny, write out a fucking monologue. I'm dead serious. Write out a monologue of jokes that you're going to tell to your customers. If you're friendly, focus on being the friendliest, happiest, over-the-top per, you know, person, personality in the place. If you're not friendly or you're not, you know, don't have the gift of gab or you don't talk well with people, that's okay. If you're more of a shy, introverted kind of person, that's okay too. Maybe you're efficient. So focus on being efficient, fast and to the point, accurate. Get the orders right. Whatever it is, I don't want to plant thoughts in your head. You think about the things that you can do to be better at your job. If you come up with a bunch of shit the first day in the first 30 minutes, that doesn't mean you stop. You still put that discipline in every day, no matter what. So then the second day, spend that 30 minutes thinking about how you're going to execute those ideas. First is inception, right? Thought, idea. Second step is execution. Third step, you know, is you're doing it. So you execute it. How, how are you going to execute it and then actually execute it? That takes you through the first week, let's say, right? Every day you're spending 30 minutes. You have a discipline now. Every day you spend this time thinking about what you're going to do to be better at your job and writing it out. Then you try the things. Some of them work, some of them don't. But what you're actually doing is you're creating a discipline where you're thinking about your job when no one else is. Are you following me here? You're thinking about your job when no one else is, way outside of, of business hours, way outside when everybody else is home sleeping or watching TV or partying or doing whatever they do, you're still thinking about your job. That's an automatic competitive edge. You're thinking about the shit that none of those fucking people are thinking about. None of those motherfuckers are thinking about any of that shit. They're going home and going to bed or they're going home and doing their regular life shit. They are not thinking about how they can be better at their job. I can guarantee you that. So automatically, you now have a competitive edge above them just because you're thinking about it outside of work hours. So I want you to go back a couple podcasts ago. I wish I can't remember exactly which one, but I haven't been doing this very long. So there's not too many, but I, I talk about this exact thing. And I use an example that happened to me in real life. I took my kids to a restaurant in Orlando, Florida, and the, uh, the waiter there made balloon animals. It wasn't something that the restaurant did. It wasn't something he was asked to. He just, he was really, really good at it. And it was like a gimmick, but he came to my table. Anybody that had kids, adults, it didn't matter. And he made these crazy balloon animals. He didn't charge for it. He had his own little balloon pump and all the different balloons. And he made fucking animals and flowers and shooting stars, all kinds of crazy shit, right? This guy made my kids so happy and made the dining experience at this otherwise kind of shitty, just middle of the road restaurant. He made it over the top. He had a great personality and this balloon creations thing was over the top. He ended up getting a huge tip from us. And also like he was very memorable so much that I'm still talking about him a year later. This guy had a gimmick and that's exactly what I'm talking about. He put some thought into his job. So like I said, automatically 30 minutes a day for every working day that you work. If you work five days a week, you should be putting a half hour a day before or after work hours into thinking. You can do it when you're driving, but don't type while you're driving, obviously. You can do it anytime you want while you're laying in bed. Just carve out a time to make it special. 
And don't feel like, oh, well, I've already come up with all my gimmicks. I already implemented them and they're working or they're not working. So I don't need to do this anymore. You have to continue doing it. It it never stops. This isn't something you do for like three weeks and then you're good forever. You continue to do this always. This is what I did, except I, I started a little bit bigger. I started with like an hour a day and then it went to two and it went to three. Now I'm, I'm working at like three to four hours a day above and beyond my normal work day. Like when I lay down in bed at night, sometimes I lay down early, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, but I will be up on my computer, on my phone, you know, sitting in bed until three or four o'clock in the morning, still doing this, thinking about all of my different ventures, what I can do to be better, how I can improve product, improve productivity, improve management, improve team function. I'm writing things down. I'm writing down ideas. I'm sending these in notes to my team a lot of times to say, hey, this is what I want to work on or this is what I want to do. This is my agenda for the next month. This is the competitive edge. It's you putting the extra time in to think about what you're doing and writing it out. And then that should grow. As you realize that you start to get better at your job and you start to beat your competitors, that should inspire you to add on to that time. Make it an hour. And maybe being in the service industry isn't your career, although there's nothing wrong with that being your career because some of my bartenders and waitresses are making $100,000 a year. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with that being a career. But even if it's not and you, you have your eyes set on something bigger, utilize that time to think about the big picture as well. Take that 30 minutes and cut it up into, okay, I've been doing X, Y, and Z when I'm going to tables and it's been working really well. Now I'm going to add this in. Oh, and now I'm going to take the next 15 minutes and think about how I'm going to you know, scale this up to the next level. Maybe you have your eyes set on management of that place. So you're kicking so much ass on the floor that you're going to go after a management position. Or maybe you're thinking about opening your own place. Whatever it is, it all starts with inception. It all starts with the thought and then a plan to execute and then execution and then rinse and repeat, man. Keep doing it. I guarantee you, you start applying this now. Within three weeks, you're going to hit me back and tell me this is working. Like I'm noticing my tips going up, my salary, my, my customer performance, whatever it is you're looking to improve, you're going to see it improve. Put the extra time in. It's just like a fucking athlete. You got to train all the time. You can't just train for a week and then go play a season. You have to train all the time. The more you train, the better you get. So start training use that extra time. Good luck. Please hit me back. Uh, I'm going to dive into a little bit about why 2018 is absolutely going to be your year. And I'm going to give you some really basic principles, things you can apply. This works for anybody. I don't give a fuck what you do. This, This applies to parenting. This applies to relationships. This applies to job, career, money, all of it. All you have to do is just start applying these simple fucking principles. And you're going to, I'm not charging you anything. I'm out here doing this podcast. I get no money for doing this. This is my own time. I'm just fucking doing it. I'm not selling you anything. I'm not asking you for anything in return. I just want you to win. I hope that you understand that. That's all I want out of this is I want your life to improve because of these tools that I'm giving you. I want you to use them and win because I did and I started winning. 2018 is going to be your year. It's totally in your control. No one No living being on this planet has any control over your destiny. No person has any control over you or what you can achieve or your success. First thing you need to do is get that out of your mind. If you think that there's anyone standing in your way of success, you're fucking wrong, period. There's no argument to that. You are wrong. You control your destiny. You control your success. Anything outside of that is an excuse, and excuses will get you nowhere. You'll just keep treading water, staying in the same place, making excuses. So 
I'm going to give you three things. And this is a full life. This is a 360 life solution. This is not just related to business or industry or money or career. This is health and wellness relationships, business, money, career, personal life, all of that, all wrapped into it. I've given you four tools for success in my very first podcast. And this is going to touch a little bit on that. But for the most part, this is how you can own 2018 and how it can be your year. I'm going to start off with health and wellness, right? Your health is the most important thing you have. Your wellness, mental health, physical health, most important thing. Do this one thing. Make this your chance to do one thing in 2018 that changes everything. Here it is. Very, 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 very fucking simple. Remove one bad vice or bad habit from your life. Just one. Start with one. I'm not saying one forever. One for now. Just remove one thing. Smoking, drinking, gambling, things like that are obviously big and obvious. But what about bad eating? Fried food, fast food. Let's say you eat fast food a couple times a week. Stop doing it. That could be the one thing you remove. Just tell yourself you're not going to eat fast food anymore. Stop doing it. Staying up too late or not getting proper rest. Set a better bedtime. Spending too much leisure time and not enough work time. Anything that could be considered a vice or a bad habit. Eating meat. A lot of you might not know this, but I cut meat out of my diet. It's going to be almost a year now. And then I went vegan uh, over the summer. And then I kind of hybrid into my own diet, which is somewhere between vegetarian and vegan. I don't eat any meat ever. And I don't eat any dairy products at all. But I do occasionally still eat eggs. And I will eat fish. Uh, a lot of people are going to give me shit about that. I don't want to hear it. And there's you know people calling them vegans. I like fish. I've done a lot of studying on the nutritional benefits of fish, the humane aspect of polecat, wild organic fish. I know my shit. I've done my research. I'm comfortable with it. But that was a a dietary thing that I did. It it changed my fucking life. My health is perfect. I lost about 15 pounds, and I'm a small frame guy to begin with, so I lost 15 pounds. Remove a vice or a habit from your life. It could be eating sleeping, drinking, smoking, just one. A lot of people, most people have multiple vices. They eat a lot of fried food. They eat fast food. They eat bad. They sleep bad. They drink. They smoke. Pick one and remove it. That's going to make a massive improvement. It'll be one of your best years of your life just by taking one of your fucking bigger vices and getting rid of it. Second thing, work harder. Spend less time leisuring around, man. We waste so much time fucking off on the internet, social media, YouTube, Instagram, all this bullshit television shows, Netflix, socializing, dicking around, pick one night of the week. I I like to take baby steps, man. You got to go small. You can't fucking overcomplicate shit because then it seems daunting. Like I tried to go vegan initially and it was like too much. I had to go vegetarian first and I'm a chef also. So that was, you know, difficult. You got to work your way into shit. You can't just dive small steps. So like take one night a week that you would normally be doing a leisure activity or watching shows Fucking watch the show later. Tape it and watch it at another date. Take one evening a week and dedicate it to working. And it doesn't have to be work towards your career. Work at being a better parent. Carve out that time to spend more time with your family, with your kids. Take that time to finish a house project that's been driving you nuts. Organize your closet. Paint your living room. Do something productive with that time. Take one fucking night a week. One. Just one. You got seven nights a week. Take one of them that you would normally not be doing anything work-related and do some work instead. It's that fucking simple. Cut one vice out of your life. 
take one night of your week and dedicate it to doing something productive. It could be career-based as well, working harder or working on something else. Or it could just be life-based, spending more time with your family, doing a house project, exercising, improving your own health, whatever. I'm going to give you the third thing and wrap this up in two seconds. The third and final thing, and I've definitely touched on this in probably every podcast, but this is a big one. Cut negativity out of your life and use kindness. Adapt kindness as a part of your personality profile. If you already think you're a kind person, be more kind. Be more generous. People don't realize, even the people that think they are the most nice, you know, the nicest people on the planet, if you read their social media feed and you see how many negative comments or LOLs they give at other people's expense or how many times they complain, it doesn't even have to be that they're being mean to other people. It could just be that their general demeanor is they're complaining all the time, complaining about work, complaining about the weather, complaining about their boss, their friends. Why wasn't I invited to this thing? Everyone else went to, oh, it sucks. The weather fucking sucks here. I'm too tired. Whatever it is, man, just cut the shit. Look yourself in the mirror and honestly say, are you doing everything you can do from a humanitarian point of view, from a fucking spiritual inner point of view to be the best person that you can be? If you can look yourself in the mirror and say that, then fucking congratulations, because I can't say that. I don't know anybody that can say that. You know, you're not the fucking Dalai Lama. No matter how great you think you are, there's already always room to improve. So adapt kindness into your life and cut negativity. Stop complaining. Even the little shit. Stop complaining. Don't complain. Stop doing it. Don't commiserate. Don't gossip. Don't talk bad about other people. Stay out of other people's business. Take that time and focus it back on yourself. So the third thing, which is kind of two parts, is cut negativity out of your life and adapt kindness as the main point of your personality profile. The next time somebody approaches you on the street for something, I don't care what it is, a cigarette, a dollar, you shouldn't be smoking, by the way, but if you are, whatever it is, whatever they ask you for, fucking give it to them. Why not? What difference does it make in your life? I'll tell you the difference it makes is it opens up. It opens up the entire universe to you when you act kindly. When you give, it comes back to you. If you're not a spiritual person, I can't say that's okay because spirituality is the essence of us being alive. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about what religion you practice or what organized church tells you to get, you know, that is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about karma, reciprocity, however you want to phrase it, whatever you want to call it, it's real. What you put out comes back to you. Give kindness. People ask you for something, give it to them. Your neighbor calls on you for something, give it to them. And don't do it begrudgingly. Give from your heart. It's the best thing. Oh, look at this bum coming. He's probably a drunk fucking drug addict degenerate. He just wants to hit me up for more of my hard-earned money. I work for a living motherfucker. I work for this money. I hear that shit all the time. And you know what? Hold on to your dollars with both hands if that's your attitude because that's all you're ever going to fucking have is a couple bucks. If you're a selfish, judgmental, begrudging piece of shit like that, look yourself in the mirror and congratulate yourself and you're going to be a loser for your whole life. I work for my fucking money. Why should I prop up these fucking welfare people? Man, I used to be like that. I came up poor. So when I got my hands on a couple bucks, I was holding on tight. Then I realized it's bullshit. You know what? Just because somebody's a drug addict doesn't mean they're not, they're a human being. Doesn't mean they're not worthy of a little help. And even if they're going to use the money to buy drugs, what the, it's not the point. What difference does it make to you what they do with the money? It's all about you, what you're doing. You're doing the right thing. You're giving. So I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but this is 
the reality of the universe, the reality of the world. Stop complaining, get rid of negativity from your life and start using kindness. Be kind to everyone around you at work, in your business dealings, be a kind person. Kind people win at the end of the day, I guarantee it. So those are the three things that you can do to win in 2018. Guaranteed your life will change. Cut one vice out of your life. One bad habit, one bad thing, get rid of it. Spend one night out of your seven nights a week doing something productive, a project, working more, a house project. Spend more time with your family. Dedicate more time to your relationships. Whatever it is, spend one night doing that instead of vegetating on the couch and get rid of negativity out of your life and adapt kindness as a major part of your personality profile and start giving, 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 and you're going to fucking win in 2018. That's it. That's my time for this week. I'll have the regular podcast returning with my team this week. I'm going to be podcasting with the New Gold team from our offices this week. In the meantime, follow me on all social media at the Real Zach Neal. If you'd like one of your questions answered, direct message me on Instagram at the Real Zach Neal. You guys have a fantastic week. Happy New Year.